0: Hey, welcome to Sports Unfolded, Sports Shots. I'm one of your hosts of the weekly podcast, Sports Unfolded, that airs every Friday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter on Rhode Island Broadcasting. Normally like to come on and just have a quick discussion on one of the topics that are going on for the week. And this week I, I wanted to talk about the NFL kickoff and just the excitement around it, but sometimes the new head coaching and how it can affect the team. So we watched the Seattle Seahawks defeat the Denver Broncos. And Paul Hackett, head coach of the Denver Broncos, decided that he wasn't going to go for a fourth and five with Russell Wilson, who they invested all this money in to try to attempt a 64-yard field goal. And it's often questioned when a coach makes a decision and it doesn't ultimately work out. But this decision of not allowing your top acquisition of the offseason in his former home at least have an opportunity to get you a more manageable field goal was kind of baffling. Just the fact that you would not even consider making him your ultimate last resort makes no sense to me as a head coach, as a organization. I'm sure they're questioning the higher at this point, if you're going to make decisions based on that. But you can also see, where the New York Giants, who hired Brian Dayball and had an opportunity to tie the game, goes for two and wins the game on that two-point conversion. Sometimes in the NFL, when you're a struggling franchise or a franchise that hasn't won for some time, it, it makes sense to buck the trend. And do something different to get some excitement, to build some excitement, even in a loss. At this point, do we expect the New York Giants to win the NFC East and and go on to the the playoffs and possibly a Super Bowl? No, I mean, could anything happen? Absolutely. But this gives them an opportunity for their fans. To see that their head coach is willing to take chances, is willing to do what it takes to try to win a football game. And ultimately, that's going to make the difference in some of these close games where teams are going to have to play to win versus play to tie. We start with the Houston Texans and Lovey Smith, who decided to play for a tie instead of trying to go for a win. And I would question that as a Houston Texan fan. What would I say to anybody about the NFL or my franchise when my franchise decides that a tie is better than a win? Another organization that we really don't expect to be in the playoff mix to win a major amount of games and yet. Here we are. They got their tie. So if they go 0-16-1 with that tie, would it really have mattered at that point? This is where sometimes when organizations are hiring head coaches, I think the first question should always be, do you play to win? Herm Edwards said it best at one of his press conferences back in the day when he was the New York Jets head coach. We play to win the game. You play to win the game. How a coach decides a tie is better than a win makes no sense to me. Brian Dable very easily could have got crucified in New York if that two-point conversion didn't work and people would have questioned that move. But then you got to question the move of kicking a 64-yard field goal and missing it. You got to question playing for a tie. So no matter which direction you go as a head coach, you're going to get criticized unless it works. And there's been tons of time uh I can even most recently with the New England Patriots against the Miami Dolphins where it was fourth and five at the end of the first half. And the analyst, I I believe it was Adam Archuleta said he didn't like the decision to go for it. And they threw a slant to Jalen Waddle, which ended up being a touchdown. Again, if it doesn't work, it would be questioned. But when it does, the head coach is a genius. So, you, you have to take everything in stride. I would just question when you have a quarterback that you have paid a ton of money to, allow him to at least have the ball in his hand. We saw this mistake in a Super Bowl when the Seattle Seahawks didn't run the ball with Marshawn Lynch, which would have made more sense than trying to throw some trickery these coaches sometimes get in their own heads and make decisions that ultimately affect them either positive or negative. Paul Hackett, uh, hopefully learns from this experience and says, you know, I think less people would have criticized him for at least attempting to go for it because of who your quarterback was and how much money you're paying him. And ultimately he is your franchise. If it was a 40-yard field goal that missed, it would have been at least acceptable to, or understandable as to why you went and made that decision. But to 64 yards is not an average NFL kick. Brian Dayball, great job of deciding to play for the win. Play for the win. I think that was, regardless of how your NFL season goes, I think people see that you have some moxie that you are willing to take chances, that you're willing to go for it, go all out. That goes a long way with your team as well because your team feels like if they're in a situation to win a game, you are ultimately going to make a decision to try to win that game. You're not going to play for a tie. You're not going to... Like last season with Joe Judge, go for it on a fourth and think it was seven and he decided to run a quarterback sneak. Cause he really wasn't playing to win. You're playing to win. Great job. Lovey Smith. At no point should you play for a tie. It absolutely makes no sense in the world. You play to win the game. Win the game. Go out and win the game. And if you lose the game, at least you can hold your head up high and say, at least we tried to win. At least we tried to get a W versus a tie that ultimately will not affect your season. That's my take on some of the head coaching in the NFL in week one. Again, I am Eric, one of the hosts of the weekly podcast, Sports Unfolded. We are on every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Check us out. We're 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Only on Rhode Island Broadcasting. Thank you for listening. Take care.